Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Just get into it. Uh, welcome back to Tajiro. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. How you doing, Noodle? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. It's spooky season, so like everybody's having a good spooky time. Yeah, I'm feeling very like spookalicious. Mm. Um, I'm really like wanting the spooky, not like the terrifying, but the spooky. Um, I want to wrap myself in it. Um, we are having a fall, uh, all kinds of fall and Halloween funsies this month. Uh, we're going to do a fall spooky themed grab bag. We're super excited. Uh, Noodle, where, uh, where, how are you feeling about the spookiness this October? Where's your spookometer? So we're, we're still very much in like the spoopy version of Halloween. Right. Um, but like dipping in slightly. So that means a lot of pumpkin patches, right? And that pumpkin patches first, like forever. And it means like ghosties as opposed to ghosts. Right. But uh, we've like leaned way into skeletons this year. So last year we had like two little ones. And this year we have medium sized skeletons. We got one human sized one that's like bendy. Mm. Um, so we're like dipping a little bit further into like actual sp- scarier things. But we are letting Revel pick them. So we're letting him like lead with the decorations. There's like, so that means like a giant spider web and a very fuzzy spider (laughs) with no teeth, just like fuzzies. So we're like getting slightly spookier, but still, still within like healthy toddler range. So there's a lot of Halloween stories and Halloween books and like ghosties and the witches, but like nothing like not horror. Right. Right. Nothing that's very scary. And he hasn't yet done anything to be like, I want, can I see some gore, please? Yeah, nothing, no. Nothing, nothing creepy. The closest we are at gore is we did get one skeleton that's just like a bag of bones. And those are like strewn around. But then right. he like stuck them all on the ground, like a, like a little fence in a row. And it's like, look, bones. And then he look. pulled one out and twirling it around. He's like, Bone sword. So, I mean, it's hard to know. It's hard He's to know. He's having a good time. He's having a good time, right? Like, get familiar. Yeah. Feel tactical. Right. You know, I mean, I grew up afraid of everything. So, if he can be, like, spooky and not afraid of things, like, that would be cool. Right. Like, that would be, right. that would be super rad. I am yeah. very into, there are, like, little ghosts. Ghosts are very big this year. They're all over everybody, all over everybody's front yard. Um, have you seen the... Ghost bun tutorials. I have so you do like space buns, two big buns on the Uh top of your head, and you take a couple of tissues and you put it over the top of the rubber band. So it's got little feet all around it, and you just draw a little face on it, and it's the cutest thing in the fucking world. That sounds both really cute and constantly brushing it off. No, they're short forehead. It's like still, it's like here, like the circumference of the bottom is only like this big okay because i was like that like is already making my forehead itch no yeah that would be flappy i wouldn't like right yeah stop touching me yeah 
Um, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm not, there's like ghosts everywhere. Ghost themes. Yeah. Revel really wanted to be ghosts for Halloween, but oh, I was right. like, no, I cannot. I can't, I'm not just going to wear a sheet. Like I can't, I can't do that. So we've moved beyond just ghosts for Halloween. What if they but were I know like it's gonna, flower it's pattern happen. sheets? Yeah. I just, I, I can't just wear a sheet with eyeballs cut out. That's just, that's just not who I am. I just can't do that. No. No. Learn now, kid. Learn now. It's going to be an elaborate costume. All elaborate. Mm -hmm. It's going to be nonsense. Um, He is in on your truck situation with your coveralls, right? Yes. So he is the truck situation. Right. He is the truck. You guys are the worker. We we ended up at tow truck drivers. Um, He wanted to originally be flatbed tow truck drivers and I was like I I I don't know how to build a flatbed tow truck right it just seems it seems like too too flat right too it's not there's like not a thing it's just like a box but instead I convinced them to do a hook truck so I can build a hook with like a little okay you know the chain and the hook because then then you it feels like it's very clearly a tow truck with a winch on it Right. Whereas right. a flatbed is just like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here? But yeah, we're right. coveralls and a little like Axelson towing, and it's going to be adorable. And his coveralls finally arrived. Aww, oh, they're so tiny and so they're so little, yeah. itty bitty, itty bitty little coveralls. Yeah. We have been thinking about Halloween. I am very into our Halloween decorations. I got a second witch. Did we talk about this last episode? No, I have tell like us about no it. idea what year it is. Um. I got a, last year I got a jack-o'-lantern witch thing. And that's about this, this big. Wait, Hangs. wait, tell, tell how big is this big to the listening well, audience? Um, foot and a half. Maybe, yeah, maybe a foot and a half, two feet from tip of the hat to the tip of the ghosty Excellent. clothes. Um, I got a second one this year. That's similar but different. And I hang them together and they look great. I love Excellent. them. Excellent. They're mm. they're a set or a pair or they blow in the wind. Sometimes Ooh, I look out the window and they're both dancing. looking at me and they're like, hey, I'm like, hey. <laughs> it's going really, really well. Uh, we have a bat in the tree this year who, uh, whose eyes really like twinkle with the purple lights behind him. He's got like red jammy eyes. So I feel I feel really good about it. We have not. I keep saying if we do something for Halloween, let's do, we could do this costume, insert idea here. Uh-huh. But, you know, we don't have any plans. But, like, I would also just dress up and hang out at home. Yes. And, like, yeah. So I'm not sure yet if we're going to do fun costumes or not. We'll Revel Revel has a Halloween parade at school. So we'll oh, I love up for the that. Halloween then, parades in elementary school. Yeah, right. And then we are going to trick or treat in our neighborhood. Nice. So we're like committed to the thing. Excellent. Doing it. We're doing it. Damn it. We are yeah. doing it. It's, Damn it. All right. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Let's let's go hmm. with the secret question. Wait, I have go I have ahead. one more one more Halloween yes. decor themed question for you. Is did your spider come back? Your real life spider? Did he return? Last year, you had a good spider living in your virtual area. Oh, no. No, right no. now, all oh, we have bum. is bad spiders. Okay. And tons of them. <laughs> tons of them. 
Well, that's good though. No, I mean, they're bad spiders. No, no, they're not good spiders. No, no, they're all black and brown widows and giant and dangerous. And like, there's we have we have problems. Problem spiders, as opposed to your like one nice spider that you have. Left. Right, as and as opposed to like you know like the garden spiders that mm-hmm. like no you take care of your tomatoes spiders. and check your mail. No, we've only got <laughs> <laughs> we've only got like death villain spiders. E. Like the really, really, really sticky webs. We're in the process of taking care of it. Anyway, speaking of being spooky, scary fucking spiders all over the place. Uh, here's, would you like the secret question? I always love a secret question. Excuse me. It's a long one. Excellent. Take a little breath. If you could bring back any costume you've ever done, either exactly as it was or with uh, the upgrade making it exactly what you originally intended, which costume, and if you were to expand it, expand on it, why? Oh my goodness, that is such a good question. Okay, so the costume that I would bring back is actually a costume that I didn't manage to wear outside the house. And it was the last Halloween before COVID. Jed and Josh had a Stephen King-themed right. Halloween party. And I was fully costumed as... Roland, but not just like any Roland, but Roland in Drawing of the Three after he's been bitten by uh, the lobstrosities and like all the fingers are gone and he's like super pale and he's very sick and he's all like infected and he's got a beard. And I looked fucking amazing, right? I looked amazing. And I didn't manage to leave the house because Rebel got sick. Rebel like threw up all over the place 20 minutes before we were supposed to walk out the door. And being a first time mom, like I couldn't leave. I sure. was, like he was fine the whole rest of the night. He didn't have a fever, like whatever it was. The baby was sort of there. I should have just like waited a half an hour and then got. And I regret like forever not leaving the house in that costume because it was oh. so good. I looked amazing and then like didn't get a chance to be that. That's it was. a good answer. And, and it was the last Halloween before COVID, right? right? So it would have been like the, it was like the last time of like going to a Halloween for, you know, years as it turned out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was pretty devastated to have like missed that costume. And I, I, I would have, I would have liked to have been able to do that again. Cause I looked mm-hmm. amazing. That's a good answer. That makes sense. Yeah. One that yeah. you would want to get a chance to show it off. Yeah. Um, I was, oh my God, I can't think of his name. God bless it. The college student who dies at the beginning of Pet Cemetery and then haunts him. Ooh. Can't think of his name. Damn it. But I got this red wig and I cut it and it was very like, felt like a mom in the 90s. Like it was kind <laughs> of almost a bowl cut, but uh-huh. not really. And it felt way too good on my head. I love that. I took a lot of pictures just playing with it in the bathroom. Are you looking for his name? Yes. Con student who died in Pet Cemetery. Okay. Okay. We'll find it. And is that the costume to do it again or is that the costume? Victor no. Pascal. Pascal. That's it. Yes. With a head injury. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. He was so creepy. I'm going to. so creepy. Yeah. I wasn't that creepy. Unfortunately, it wasn't that creepy. The cake I made that year was awesome. Mm. Um, Okay, no, uh, a costume I would bring back. I would do She-Ra. Yeah, well, that's And I would one. upgrade just to like 
Well, okay. So when I was she I was like three and my costume was made out of a <laughs> pillowcase. So I would definitely upgrade in some way, but I would do like a good skirt. I'd probably make it though. I don't know that mm-hmm. I would buy it. I would make it. Um, the cool thing when I was a kid was, you know, my mom just like made the dress out of a pillowcase, but you could buy sure. like the pack of accessories. So I had the crown and the, the belt. gauntlets and right. the belt. Yes. Um, I think that's it. And I don't think it's just because I want to wear like a crown slash tiara. It doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. I don't think a tiara ever hurts. Well, I shouldn't say that because there's <laughs> like a whole. They pinch. There's a whole. Oh, I was going to say there's a whole colonizing situation as to why that actually <laughs> metaphorically hurts. Right, but uh, also sometimes they But pinch. also sometimes they do pinch and the co- or they have combs that are like really scrapey. Um <laughs> Hold on, let us, let us tell you all about our history with tiaras. We have experience. <laughs> Listen, this is why wearing tiaras sucks. Uh, we No, we're going to keep it, uh, I want to say we're going to keep it light, but I'm going to be honest, Noodle. I saw I saw what your title was, and I don't know that this book's going to be light. What you reading, Noodle? Oh, no, Things That My Son Should Know by Frederick Bachman. Um, and actually, this was a super light book. Oh, good. Yeah, so he wrote this book. Um, it was like his second ever book. Like it wasn't the very serious. I'm trying to make sure like that was actually like the full title of it. Um, and what's interesting about it is I think it was like the second book he ever wrote. So it was. I'm I'm trying to find the like order of them. I want to say it was after he wrote A Man Called Ove. But it was familiar. before he wrote. Like my grandmother told me to tell you she was sorry and Brooke Mary was here. And before it got into the, like his really like heavy intense stuff. So it's like before bear town and so on. And he wrote it when his kid, like he probably took him a year or two to write it. Cause this kid is like between two and three when he's writing this book. And it's, it's his like reflections on parenting and how much of like a, just a bumbling idiot he is about like trying to learn how to parent and like, mistakes that he makes and just like extreme nonsense and it's sweet and it's funny and reading it knowing that it's him you're like wow you have become a much better author than you were at the time I mean that's a good thing right yes like it is a market improvement now from what this version of it is but like it's also like it's very sweet you know it's sweet and it's and it's funny. It's Aww. cutesy. And he, he writes really lovely, glowing things about his wife, which is nice. Uh, so much that I was like, I want to like find out about this woman. And I like went and looked her up. And there's almost no pictures of her on the internet. She like almost does not exist on the internet. And I think because she's like, look, I don't, I don't want you fucking weirdos looking for me. Well, right. I was clearly going looking <laughs> for her. Um, but, you know, he really... He is fully aware of the fact that he has no idea what he's doing and he's trying to learn uh, and he's floundering and he's frequently like sticky and messy and like doing it wrong. And it's nice. Like, it's just like, it's a sweet, funny book. And uh, the Paleys were kind enough to share it with us. So uh, Bill and Bridget, if you're listening, thank you. Nice. So I enjoyed it and and it was funny. Um, It's not terribly well-written. Right. If it was somebody else, it's okay. But because it's him, you're like, oh, this is a great author who gets better as he goes along. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to see that the man has improved his craft. 
That's uh, that's a very good review, like a good note. Yeah, but it's like yeah. it's there's not a ton of like dad books that are good. You know, there's mm. a lot of like my husband is stupid books, right. and there's a lot of my philosophies to raise a man books. But there's not like that in between of like I'm having a good time and I have some morals and I really believe men that we could be making like better choices. So it's it's the right Venn diagram for daddy book. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a very good review. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So thumbs well, up. Hey, thumbs up. Um, well then let's get uh, let's get into our grab bag. Do you want to kick us off with? Uh, we grab are not going to do anything bag. super. Um, timed this time around we're just going to back and forth each of us have five uh grab bags that we have collected and we are going to grab bag spooky stuff noodle go ahead do it okay so you talked about costumes that you would do again yes my first question is what is a costume that you didn't get to do Mm. well I have always wanted and have plotted out in my head to do a unicorn. And I would love to do that one day. Actually, I was thinking about that like this morning because I've had (laughs) costumes on the brain because I want to dress up and like do something. Um, So I'm going to say unicorn, although... I did almost actually do, and then it didn't happen for some reason. Maybe it was like a last minute thing. Elvira, which I've never done. Mm. Yeah, that's that's my answer. That's a good one. Those are two mm-hmm. good ones. And and you? I always wanted to do Alabama and Clarence from True Romance. Damn, well, that would be really in cute. the right in the like post violent scene where they're like covered in all the blood and they've beaten the guy to death and blah blah blah. I always wanted to do that one and it just like never worked out. Um, the mm. other one that I always wanted to do, and I think about it like really hard every year is St. Patrick's day for Halloween. You know how on St. Patrick's day, everybody dresses up like a complete jackass. Yeah, right. They're like head to toe green and they've got green face paint. They've got like headbands that are green and dangly squirrely With, things like, like, like 22 year old in the bar St. Patrick's day. Oh man, I literally just was for a second stuck in a bar on St. Patrick's Day. It was right. very hot. That's like, but but it's when you're 22. It's not like now and mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, oh god. But I'm talking like like green eyeshadow and a kilt and a like oh, yeah. adorable beer themed green pun about St. Patrick's Day shirt and beads beads everywhere beads everywhere. Yeah. That is cute. That would I be good. And like easy because all of those accessories are always available. And those are both, yeah, those are both um, good group ideas. Mm-hmm. One being the post whatever famous like like movie couples mm-hmm. that like a group of people um, and like everyone being a different holiday would be really cute too. Ooh. Right. I like that one. That is a cute idea. And like we like almost did it when we did the um holidays. Right. We, just like <laughs> right. we personally did not dress in costume. We just like celebrated all the holidays. Yeah. That was cute was, though. We, it was uh that was a really fun party. That was get together, shinding. I don't know, it was definitely a party. We were party. I don't know. We were party. We were party. There was there was painting, there was all kinds of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, okay, me? Yes. Okay. I'm going to start with a quickie. Quickie. An either or. The Munsters or the Addams Family. You know, I have never seen the Munsters, so I'm going to have to go with the Addams Family, but like with very limited exposure, which is unfortunate, right. I think, for me. Like I have seen the movies, but that's it. Oh, well, and that's not okay. any of the Munsters. Right. So you've seen the, I mean, I, my answer is the Addams Family. Uh, mostly because not only is it just a little darker, but um, the beautiful love of Gomez and Morticia. Yes. Right? That Gomez is also is a like, true romance. Yeah, totally. Who loves each oh. other. And equally, like it is not, right. it is not a one-sided affair. Like that is a passion and partnership and joy. It is a partnership. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, you know, people always talk about, you know, my goth girlfriend, but like Gomez, Gomez. Right. With the suit. And he loves her so much. And they love their children, but they're not overbearing. They all, the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. And have like good, unique relationships within each other. Right. But yes, like genuinely love their children and like want their children to have what's best Mm -hmm. for them and like. You know, and are unsurprised when Wednesday burns down the summer camp and like feel fine about it. <laughs> We're not judging you. Hey, do you think, Mama? This is cool. You gotta, you gotta do what you have to do and make your own choices mm-hmm. and mistakes. Yes. They're good parents. They're good partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good Adam's family all the way. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about the monsters at all, except now, for the fact that the Frankenstein's monster is one of them. I don't know. Yeah, so f- he is. Herman Munster is played by the guy who plays Judd in the Pet Cemetery movie. It's the same guy who is also the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Ah. Yeah. The little, I'm, I'm 99% sure I could check that right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Six degrees of My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Six degrees of Marissa's Tomates outfits. <laughs> All right, I also have a short one. Yes. Candy corn, yes or no? Um, yes, it is. Most, most candy corn is not vegan. Um, Pre-vegan. Right. A candy corn, 100%. Uh, I love candy corn. I like to eat it in little pieces. I like to eat each color by itself. Right? Right? Yes. And I could you eat a whole bag until I puke. And then, yes. Yeah. Candy corn forever. Yep. Candy corn forever. Uh, candy corn forever so much that like I am only allowed to eat it in the month of right. October because otherwise it would be all the time and that yeah I don't see anyway. a reason to stop eating it like yeah. even if you even if you throw up you're done well now you made room you could eat more candy corn you know tomorrow. you can start again tomorrow but yeah right. no, candy corn is only allowed in October like they really? make candy corn alternatives right. for other holidays but like no just I like how you can get different kinds of candy corn and there's some that's like longer and a little skinnier <laughs> and there's some that's shorter and fatter. Right. You just never know what candy corn shows up, but not the like weird autumn mix or the other ones. So I don't, you're right. I don't hate yeah. those. Like the ones that are like pumpkins or something uh-huh. and it's like they're brown and orange or whatever. 
Maybe they're maple. I don't know. They might be. And but I, they're I, not. Like, it's six-year-olds, which not, seems like an unfortunate choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they should be. They fucking should be. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, always. Always and forever. No, that song's in my head. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, what do I got? Okay. Zombies. What flavor do you prefer for watching? Meaning what, you know, brand of zombie. And what brand would you hope for in the zompocalypse? So to be clear... By that, I mean, like, the fast zombie, the slow zombie doesn't know what they're doing, but they're, like, live forever, forever, you know, the different kinds mm. of zombies. If I am watching zombies, give me the fast zombies. So the, like, 28 days later zombies. Okay, okay. Those are the scary ones, right? And it's funny because, I don't, you know, I don't like horror movies, but 28 days later, I fucking love that movie. It's funny. Do I want to watch it more than once? Absolutely not. But I remember loving that movie. Being like really heavily invested in it, mm. like yeah, like get him, yeah. Cillian Murphy. Yeah. Um, but if the zombocalypse happens, give me the slow sledging ones, so you mm-hmm. can just look faster away from them. Right, no, I can just speed walk right. my way to yeah. safety. You're like okay, zombies, whatever. I'm just gonna like poke you with a stick, and you'll fall over. <laughs> um, but like, but if I'm watching, I want to watch the like fast, terrifying zombies. Interesting, right? Yeah. Right, get mm. it over with. Rip the people to pieces real fast. Rip them to so pieces. The rest of us can get away. Huh. Ah, no, see, I I guess I um, I definitely don't want the like I think about the uh what is it? World War Z zombies mm-hmm. and they're fast. I definitely don't want that in the zompocalypse. I also don't want a zombie that's not only going to terrify me and like eat everybody and run real fast everywhere. But is then also going to tell me like if I'm ill, you know, because they won't eat you if you're sick. And it's like, oh, okay. So now zombie apocalypse and what? I have cancer. Like, thanks, zombies. Like, I don't. Right? Yeah. Because that, well, that's spoiler alert, guys. That is, do you mind if I give you a little spoiler, a zombie spoiler? I liked that story because they use that. The zombies aren't, they're ignoring people who are sick. Mm -hmm. They're not eating that. And Brad Pitt's works for who and he realizes that the world health organization am i the only person who says no. who no we all do mm. right um, <laughs> works for who who you know who? Who? i i might have said the who but like whatever i i, I, I understood the out in my head real hard okay cool health um he realizes that they're ignoring and then he that's how they fight the zombies is they start infecting people with low levels of things that we can cure that we know we can monitor and that's how they like it, the movie doesn't even end with a solution so much. It ends <laughs> with the band-aid of we're smart enough to figure out how we'll to like manage this situation. Just like, yeah, they're dropping, like airdropping. Yeah. I haven't seen World War Z and that's really I don't want yeah. that in real life. No. 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 Uh-uh. Um, I think in real life I want like um like the zombies from what's that adorable movie with Nicholas Holt. Uh, oh my God! Stop. Is it wait? Is it Zombieland or Adventureland? Or? No, and it's not. It's the movie that's not Breathers the book, but is very kind of similar to Breathers the book. Um, Nicholas, but it's Holt. also not 
um, Shaun of the Dead, because there's a whole bunch of like right, zombie right. movies that are very different from one another. Oh, it's there's like warm, zombies versus aliens, warm okay. bodies, warm bodies. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I think that's because I feel like we could all like just get along. You know, I think I I feel like I read Breathers. You did. I think I lent it. Yeah, to you yeah, yeah. I, I love me Breathers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I like that. I think that would be the best scenario in real mm-hmm. world. Is mm-hmm. like let's figure out how to live together. We would fuck it up. Yes. But, you know, best scenario, in my opinion. I mean, we would definitely just end up having to kill them. We would, would definitely find yeah. out. We would definitely. You think there's racism now. Imagine half of them are right? zombies, right? Jesus. Right. Terrible. We're all terrible. We're all terrible. Um, Moving on. UNICEF boxes. Did you ever carry a UNICEF box while you were out trick-or-treating? I don't think so. Oh, that is this part of your... I don't think so. Tell me about your UNICEF box. I, I can't remember if I ever carried one. Because oh. I feel like there was a while where it was like a whole thing. Oh. Right? It was like it was a thing and you picked up your box somewhere. But one, I don't remember ever carrying one. And two, how did you get it from I had a small cardboard box full of pennies to UNICEF? Like how did they connect? Was there a place that you like dropped it off? Like I th- this, right, there was right. a whole time where UNICEF and trick or treating were very intertwined. That is a fascinating. And then it went away. Bring up. Um, so there's actually a video from September twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. So that says UNICEF boxes, uh, Halloween boxes going digital. So they do still exist, and it looks like maybe there's some pictures here of the boxes which are familiar to me, and I'm wondering if they were just like in the in like our school classrooms or something. I mean, they looked exactly like a like a Happy Meal box, right? Yeah, and they have a little handle and everything. Right. Yeah, and people would just give you money along with your candy. Like everybody knew to like keep a bag of change off, right? Put a couple of pennies in everybody's UNICEF boxes. Could you imagine? I mean, the parents that must have been, oh, and I got to get a fucking roll of quarters. Right. And I got to watch to make sure my kid doesn't like put it down somewhere or it breaks. Like how sturdy did that cardboard box have to be to like fill it with coins? Right. Yeah. It doesn't look very sturdy. It looks like floppy. And I wonder whose like idea that was. Well, if you're going out anyway, you might as well be collecting spare change. Everyone's got change in their pockets. What kind of like weird nonsense is that but it was very much a thing some fundraising manager got Mm -hmm. a little bonus right for that big time i mean i'm sure they raked in a bajillion dollars and then it went away like and then like it was never a thing anymore i think because people got weird about handing out money to kids or people got weird about taking money from strangers i don't know right which is funny because at easter time i don't know do you are you aware of like the plastic Easter egg with money in it. Was that a oh, thing yeah. for you? Right? Oh, yeah. 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 You, but only one of them. One Easter oh. egg had a $5 bill in it. Oh. Yeah. I We always have some with coins, but like the one Easter egg had a, like the golden egg had a $5 bill. See, I feel like I just had way too many, like well, not too many, but way more eggs than like one child needed. <laughs> That's the thing about being an only child. You get all the eggs. I got right? all the eggs. I had eggs with jelly beans. I had eggs with change. So when you shook them, they made a lot of noise. I had mm-hmm. eggs, with, eggs with dollar bills in them. Mm-hmm. There might have been one with like more than a dollar. And then there was like 
my family did Easter egg hunts forever. And yes. my cousins are all much younger than me. Like my first cousins are all much younger than me. So when I was a kid, it was pretty much just like me with that side of the family. And they did like Easter egg stuff for me. And then, like, Candy, Grammy, go find the egg. Right. And then Grammy and Grampy were like, there's eggs and here's, there's more money. And I was like, good. I put it in my little purse. Right. And you had your little tool skirt and you're just walking around with your up eggs everywhere. Pen leather shoes. And right. Basketball eggs. Tight. And then you like took, or now there's like big, like sponsored Easter egg hunts and you can like right. take your kid there and somebody like, else has done all the work. And community. Yeah. Right, but with the problem of, like, the older kids taking all the eggs, those fuckers. Learn to share. Learn to share. 12-year-olds. Yeah. How did we get from UNICEF to eggs? Uh, you know what? That was, that's on me. <laughs> that was totally... <laughs> oh, money. Putting money in. back to me. <laughs> I was like, what holiday are we talking about? <laughs> uh, time is just happening on top of itself anyway. <laughs> Anywho, is it my turn? It's my it's turn. Your turn. This was UNICEF. Okay, I have uh, a basic one: best haunted house experience. No, no, I, I, I you have I not. Pass. I did. I did not go in them. You've never been in a haunted house. I feel like maybe or haunted like territory once or twice, and mm-hmm. I might even have been in one with Kira. We're like, all I did was walk directly behind her with like my face buried in the the back of her shirt. And like, that was it. That was my haunted house experience. Like I'm standing here, but like, don't look at me and I'm not looking at anything. (laughs) I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Like, I'm just like, no, not, I am not in, like, I am the pee myself by accident, scream hysterically, like punch you in the face for coming near me. Like, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not a good time. I'm not, I'm not fun. I'm not funny. I'm not I don't want to be engaged with. I'm out. You're certainly not paying to be put into that situation. Right? I am certainly not paying right. $50 to walk through your haunted whatever to like be really unhappy the whole time. F your yeah. haunted house. Right. F this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like when know, Rebel, when Rebel wants to like, start doing that, I'm like, that's not me. Somebody like your, all, all of your aunties and uncles are going to have to take you. Cause oh, I, I, yeah, I don't think that'll be a yeah. problem. Right. There's no shortage. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> you guys enjoy it. I will sit down. And then what about like haunted hayrides? Like, have you done anything? Like, and which I don't think I've ever done. I know there is like a really famous one here. Yeah. But like, it's the same thing. I don't, I don't want to pay money and be scared. Fuck you. I fuck the scary. And probably if we're in the hayride, I'm a little damp also. That's true. I right. I love Halloween Snuggy. and I love like spoopy, but I don't want to be scared. Yeah. I don't want to be scared. I'm a big baby and that's okay. That is okay. You're a big baby. Yeah. You just don't want to be scared. Some babies are like, yeah. Yeah. Bring no, it on. It doesn't bother me at all. I'm like not. I'm yeah, not no, here for That it. is totally okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, especially because so much of it is like jump scares and jump scares are my least favorite. Right. Like give me a tense psychological situation and I'll hold my breath for 45 minutes. But like jump scares, I'm out. I do hate, I mean, I love a good haunted house or at least I used to. It's been how long now right. since I've been in one. Um, but I do, I will jump and, and I don't get super, super scared. We talked about this before. I don't often have like, I don't have nightmares. I am not, I have like one big fear. Like I'm 
pretty into the like, go ahead, scare me some more. And maybe I will like terrify myself and have a hard time sleeping because now I'm in bed and I'm thinking about that demon face that won't go away from that movie, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I like it. Give me more. Um, but I, uh, I will jump right the fuck out of my skin, like right <laughs> out of my skin. I, and it's because I'm like distracted and I'm, there's too many things going on and I'm like in my own head about it. And then I, I will provide good jump entertainment for the people in my group. Um, it's total bullshit. <laughs> uh, I think my best haunted house experience and not that it was the best haunted house. The best experience was the haunted house for children that was at the pumpkin patch in wherever Illinois, I can't think of which one. Um, and like six of us went after Jess's wedding shower. Ooh. I think like, yeah, it was a real nice little like post shower plan. Um, afternoon, Illinois, cornfields, beautiful. And there's this tiny little haunted house. And I took a video of it, which is totally on Facebook still. And it's me behind the group of people. The people we're with, Marissa does not like haunted houses. <laughs> Um, she's in front of me. It's hilarious. Highly recommend if you're an actual like friend of mine on Facebook. Find this video of six adults, five adults screaming and in terror in this haunted house for very tiny children. That sounds adorable. It was it was really, really a good time. Yeah. Like that's a fun, that's yeah. about the level of of fear that I've got. But even then, like I'm always afraid of being too scared. You don't want to walk around in the dark. No. Which is no. understandable. And honestly, one of the reasons why I like don't know how haunted housey I'm going to be at this stage in life because my eyes are so bad. I can't see at night, right? Like I can't see at night. I was driving home from, I was driving home from who knows what. And I, and I thought to myself, well, I don't know that I should be allowed to drive after 6 p.m. when it's dark now. Like right. this is a problem with the halos of light and the the. You know, the glaucomas. Like, I got the glaucomas. I can't. <laughs> I should not. I should not oh, be dude, doing that. Well, so real life is scary enough. But yeah, no. Um, it's a really, that's a very good point. I, I like the like Boney Island, and which unfortunately is, I think, no longer. But like the thing where you're not in something scary, you're like looking at it from outside and it's more right. of like, like stages. But I'm not, like, inside. I'm not trapped anywhere, and I can, like, look at it from right. afar. Like, I'm into that. I think we all went to Boney Island together a couple of years ago, um, which is, like, somebody – it's it's somebody, like – it's essentially, like, a very overly decorated house. I you don't gotcha. go in. They're, like, displays. Yes, displays. Right. Displays I'm in for. Just, right. like, not – I don't want immersive haunted houses. Yeah. I want two-dimensional haunted houses. <laughs> nice cardboard cutout. <laughs> Hey, but, like, and a good cardboard cutout is, you know, can startle you. Sure. Yeah. Right there around that corner. Yeah. No movement. No I movement. turn around. I know Dustin is home. And for some reason, I just, I scream. Well, <laughs> you're not alone in the house. He could be in the dining room without you hearing him like galloping to it. Relax. <laughs> the matter with you? Pay attention Funny. to your surroundings. Okay. Your turn. What was the biggest irrational fear that you had as a child? That's a really good one. Irrational fear. 
Well, I mean, probably the the sharks in the sense of like the lassophobia, very real. I'll have an in-depth conversation with you about having a panic attack underwater. But outside of that, um, I was a very, you know, a very imaginative child and had the little bit of a scare from Jaws at a very young age. And I was in Grampy's pool once, Grammy and Grampy's pool, above ground, very, very late 80s. And very late 80s, the whole design on the side, the little everything, the metal deck. Um and for some reason, I was in there by myself. And you know, you're when you're little, you don't you don't totally understand the size of things, right? And it seemed like I was so small, and the size of the bottom of the pool was about the size that Jaws would be if he was underneath me in the ocean. And I, I doggy paddled from one side of the pool to the other and scurried my ass out of that pool so fast that was pretty irrational. But it was like it didn't matter, and I knew. Jaws is not in the pool. There's no sharks that. in the pool. There's no sharks in the, the pool. The chlorine would kill him. I'm surrounded by Midwest trees. Everything <laughs> yeah. is fine. How would he get there? There's no sharks in the pool. And yet it was the only thing I could focus on thought-wise was getting from one end to the other without touching the bottom. Mm. He's not coming up. If he's in there, he's just laying on the bottom. We hope. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? <laughs> um, so my mom's house growing up was like right on the edge of a wooded area. It was not the woods. There was like, it was like two square miles of like, it might not even have been two square miles. Like in my mind, it's like a huge amount of woods, but it could have been like two acres. Who knows? But a wooded area. And I had this very, very nuanced detailed thought out scenario that there was a pack of wolves that lived in the woods and every now and then they might at any moment come into the house like collectively and like rampage through my house as like a pack of wolves. And I remember I used to have a reoccurring nightmare about this, that this was going to happen. And in the nightmare, the wolves came in and we all had, and again, like this is like in the late eighties, early nineties, so very much at the height of like Mac, of like Michael Jackson mania. Right. When there was all those like wild rumors that he like slept in this hyperbolic chamber and so on. Right. And so this, the like plan that I had for when the wolves came in is that every person in my household had their own little like wolf chamber that looked sure. exactly like the like oxygen tank that he slept in. I don't know. It's like a back to tank now, but like that, that was like an ongoing very oh real fear that I had that the wolves were going to come into the house. There was no wolves. There was no wolf. Like there, there was barely a dog anywhere. Right. Like there was no wolves. There wasn't a coyote. Like there was no reality to that fear, but I had a very serious plan about it. You know, you know, assuming I was able to get access to a chamber. Well, um, I mean, you just, you assumed that yeah. you were smart enough to figure that out. Yes. Yeah, if you could so figure out that, that you needed a chamber, you'd be able to find one. That was a very irrational but repeat fear that I had as a child. Where do you think that came from? No idea. Oh, Reading too many books, probably. Reading Call, you know, like Call of the Wild. I'm sure. <laughs> reading, out there. reading dog song. Reading. 
you know, 87 books by Gary Paulson about living in the woods and wild animals and Michael Jackson chamber bed and all, they all kind of mixed together. They're all just right. There's no wolves. There was no wolves. And I was very, I spent a lot of time thinking about those wolves. Yeah. That and kids do that. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. grownups do it too, though. Oh, yeah. We do. We've all got the time. irrational fears of the ass. <laughs> my wolves have slightly different faces, but the basic premise is the same. The bad thing is going to come into my house and ruin everything. You need a chamber. Yeah, I need a chamber. I do want to freeze myself. Yeah. Anyway. Um, wait, okay, is this mine? This is my last yeah. one, right? I did this is your last one. Okay, so this is a rapid fire Halloween decorations. I'm going to give you so many. Either you, know, you have to pick one or the other. You ready? Halloween decorations. Rapid fire. Either or. Bats or ghosts? Ghosts. Spiders or rats? Rats. Eyeballs or arms and legs? Neither. Uh, Arms and legs. Fog machine or bubbles? Bubbles. Cauldron or graveyard? Cauldron. That's a good. That was it. That was a whole thing. Nice. I I think we just totally built your like front yard for next year right i think yeah. so it feels that way um mm. yeah no i like that and i can't repeat those back to you but i know that's okay with, right right it was like mm. skeletons or witches oh 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 witches Ooh. <laughs> um um pumpkins or spider webs pumpkins Definitely. i got enough fucking spider webs pumpkins pumpkins sorry are, for the swearing mm. my god uh orange or purple um, I'm going to say orange. Even though I purple Vampires tree. or zombies? Vampires. Ooh, that's a better one. Mm-hmm. I feel like there hasn't been a, there's like the vampire theme has like gone away, but classic vampires like didn't come back. Like the Dracula. Right. They're just like gone. Right. Which okay. is interesting because we're remaking a whole bunch of stuff all the freaking time. So. I'm surprised that there hasn't been a Dracula movie because it's been a while. I, I think we have to wait for like a certain amount of cycles to go by post Twilight right. before we can bring back new. Even though that being said, they you know the new Anne Rice uh, oh, interview with the vampire on whatever AMC yeah. is supposed to be very very good. Oh, I you know I haven't. Uh... <laughs> Seen anything about it? Seen really. anything about it? And I'm a, like, it was a huge interview with a vampire fan. And I yeah. keep the people that I know who have watched it say it's amazing. And I just can't. Hmm. I feel like there's too much TV right now. But that's what, that's neither here nor there. There's a lot of TV though. My last yes. question. Yes. When you were a kid and went out trick or treating, did you carry a bucket or a pillowcase? I feel like I've carried both. Um, I definitely have vivid memories of carrying a pillowcase. Um, but I imagine that buckets were also involved. I feel like there's a picture somewhere, like when I was younger, like little, like a toddler with a bucket. But by the time I was, you know, like in grade school and I was carrying a, a big bag. Big bag. Pillowcase right? forever, right? Yeah. Fill that fucker up. Yeah. Twist it around and hock it over your shoulder. Uh-huh. That's the thing. You have a better grip over it if someone mm-hmm. tries to take it. Right. Because uh, sometimes kids are shit. You uh, whack somebody with it pretty good. You could whack somebody with it. You can get a swing on it. Mm-hmm. And the holding yeah. open feels like a better 
motion than just like lifting your bucket. The bucket is awkward because you're the handles in the middle. You're kind yeah. of blocking them getting their candy mm-hmm. in your bucket, which is the right. whole point. Right. If they, yeah. if someone's trying to put like a full size three musketeers, there's just not enough room. In there's a just not enough room. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh no, goodness. What if the bucket invented the bite size candy industry oh, or market? Those fuckers uh-huh. in the battle for supremacy. Oh. The bucket yeah. has made your candy smaller. Right. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I miss tiny, tiny Snickers. Eventually, you know, Snickers went from like Snickers to like snack size to actually here's just a little square bite of Snickers. Right. It's, it's one peanut. It's and it's cute. It <laughs> is cute. It's a little Cubo candy bar. Still, but I would prefer the full one. Don't fuck Give me the full one. Yeah. In my pillowcase. <laughs> In my pillowcase. That's Thank it. You. I'm out. That was my last I one. I feel like weren't pillowcases also like you would take a pillowcase if you were the kind of kid who maybe wanted to put a dozen eggs in the bottom. You would need a pillowcase to leave the house with to take the eggs with you. You need. I mean, like, maybe, but I never went egging. I never egged. Um, no, it, but it I, always, yeah, I, I was never a prank hung out person. with boys who egged. Ugh. Gross. Well, we had the one neighborhood. How many of those boys grew up to be police officers? None. None. Not even one. I no, no. I mean, not that I'm aware of. I don't know. I mean, there were older, older boys, <laughs> you know. Those are the ones you got to freaking watch your, your giant bag of candy around <laughs> bullies. Um, okay, we're going to do one random grab bag. Look, I put a little case of Oh, look at how cute. It's Halloween-y. Um, so whatever I pick out of the random old grab bag bucket, we will skew for the season. All right, let's see. Okay, this one hooked itself around my finger. Oh. It's meant to be. Fresh flowers in the house. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Mike actually has bought me flowers twice for my birthday this year. Oh, yeah. And it really it cheers me, especially, and I'm going to say a slightly morbid thing, in a post-cat environment where nobody is eating the flowers actively. Um, I, love, I love flowers in the house. I love it. That makes sense. And, that is a, a thing, yeah. And... Um, I got a Lumi for my birthday, which is like the like um, countertop composting thing. Oh, yeah. And I got to tell you, the joy of composting the flowers after they have died and like mulch, mulch, mulch. Very satisfying. You you love it? I kind of want it. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Mm, Nice. Strong recommend. Nice. Strong recommend. Lumi. Strong recommend. Um, I agree with fresh flowers in the house. Uh, one of my favorite things is when I go shopping at Trader Joe's is to just randomly pick up flowers for the house. I like to pick yeah. them up all the time. I then let them die and then they're moldy by the time I throw them out. But still, fresh flowers in the house. Agree. Fresh flowers in the house. No, no reason to like, even like holiday skew because no, it's always they a good... brighten you up. They make everything nice. Yeah. Always a good thing. I love it. Huh. We recommend you guys go out and get yourself some flowers for the house. You deserve no matter, it. For no reason. Just, you deserve it. Just because. Um, we are going to take the thought of beautiful things and take a moment to reflect on some other things. Noodle, political minute. 
Oh, oh it's it's a really upsetting political minute. And I feel like it's always really fucking upsetting political minutes. And I like hate it. It is about the protests that are going on in Iran right now or Iran. And I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Oh, you know what? If you, I just had this conversation um, with myself, which was, I believe it's Iran. Iran. And you. I say, my whole life I've been saying Iran. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. from Chicago. You know, right. Iran. Um, but I, it's, Iran. it's Iran, I believe. And I can try to, just, I pay attention to that. I just got to think about it a little bit. And the, then, uh, so there was, and you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not sharing any information that anybody is surprised by. Um, a woman was essentially like arrested and taken to a political re-education camp and like beaten to death and she died and she was 22 and like totally like normal and healthy and so on. And it has managed to spark this sweeping and at this point global protest Mm -hmm. about the extreme crackdown and the treatment of women. And um, women are once again at the forefront and the age of the people that are protesting is skewing younger and younger and younger every day to right now, the average age of people being arrested at these protests are, it's 15, 15 years old. That's who they're arresting. Um, And, you know, it's women taking off their hijabs and it is, and it is school children pushing back against Mm -hmm. the indoctrination and pushing back against the regime refusing to sing the like propaganda songs. And so they're all getting arrested instead. And it is this like very serious, like sea change that is happening right now. And historically there's been a lot of like female led protests in Iran, but they've been like really isolated incidents. And like the crackdown was so like immediate and so violent, that we never heard about it again, but that is not what is happening right now. It is huge. And it right. is everywhere. And it's finally, finally gotten picked, picked up by mainstream media because it's been going on for about five weeks. And I feel like the conversation has finally broken through. Um, I was reading articles today while I was researching around from the New York Times and from CNN and so on, which they had like really hadn't talked about it much up mm-hmm. until this last like week and a half. And just in the last two or three days, there is an Iranian um, athlete who perform, who like, who's a rock climber, a rock climber. I don't know. How do you become a rock climber? Who knows? Without her hijab on, which was a huge deal. There's only ever been one other Iranian female who has, uh, competed without her hijab. And she was a boxer and she won a trophy and like immediately abdicated. Like she abdicated on the spot. She She never went home. She never went home. She went to France instead. Yeah. I think they said that there was a warrant for her immediately. Yeah. yeah, Like like, while she was like getting her trophy. Yeah. Um, and this athlete has like gone missing and nobody knows where she is or what's happened to her. Is she, did she get immediately sent to prison? And there's been like a really cryptid like message out on her, on her Instagram. That's like, I didn't mean to do it. it. There was a weird timing thing. I meant to have my head covered. Sorry for the confusion. Like, and that it, there's a lot of skepticism about that having been written by her as opposed mm-hmm. to like, and the prison where they've been like storing, storing, where they've been keeping all their political prisoners, like 
is on fire right now. And at least eight people have died and 230 people have died in these protests over the last five weeks with like 30 of them being children, Mm -hmm. like legitimate children are being targeted, are being beaten, are being uh, hit with what they're, you know, non-lethal bullets that are actively killing them because they're children and their bodies are not like mature enough. And it's, it is really, really a serious change that's happening. Will it topple the regime? I don't know. You know, I mean, how would I know? But it, this is the widest spread it's ever been, and it's global. And um, women are cutting their hair publicly, like mm. on social media. Um, there was a female politician, and I wish I could remember who it was, that cut her hair in the while giving a speech, like on on the floor, mm. like actively cutting her hair while giving her speech as part of a show of solidarity. And there's like just masses of that happening. And while, while I was thinking about this, I was like, Oh, you know, women were in the forefront of the protests against Donald Trump. Anything about the pussycat, the, the pussy hats and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But nobody was killing white women, right? Nobody was killing white right. women for protesting. And these women are actively being beaten to death. And it's, it's a really huge fucking deal um, for it to be happening this publicly this actively and um and the the news is finally like paying attention to it um it's pretty horrifying to see this happening in real time but also like you want to keep sharing the stories you want to keep amplifying the voices and we'll we'll drop some of the like good uh, the good the, but like the the accounts to follow to just continue right um advocate for these women cuz i don't like i don't know what you can do it's not like something that you can send money to you know, right. And this, I, I want to say this is, you know, what you're saying about yeah. how uh, five weeks in, it seems like main, our mainstream and global mainstream news is picking this up yeah. all over the world. Um, and I, that is one, in my opinion, and probably statistically true one, because of the internet, there's not, that's what they're calling for is to continue to share this and bring light to it. And when you find something that is, you know, verifiable and like obvious right. that this is, you know, they have shut down the internet there. Is, they did that a while yeah. ago now, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think. And you, there are reporters from all over the world who are there getting stories to people who can get things to the internet. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that we need to share. That's the point. Um, as, as Americans, that is the point um we are able to sit here and talk about this and hold on on. microphone we are able to sit here and talk about this and uh, question our leaders specifically because of freedoms that are supposed to be very american that are supposed to that is the whole point of our democracy um it's it's our job to share these things because this is these are global problems these are human problems these are not problems of state um and you know this is at this point this is living in a world where this is happening and we are not able to just stop it um that's hard to swallow and it makes it easier to look away from it and i understand that i totally understand that um but we will share a couple of accounts and places where you can get some information and then step away and process it and figure out what you can do to help Cause that's the problem. Like, so with the Russia Ukraine war, right. You send money, right. You send money to Russia. 
he said, I'm sorry, Washington, you send money to Ukraine. You send money to Russia. You send money to Ukraine to buy supplies, to buy bandages, you know, wh- whatever that is, right? You, there's a place that you send the money to. When there is a hurricane, a famine, or whatever, you right. send money to buy food. With this, there's no who we're not sending money, right? There's mm-hmm. no, there's nothing you can, there is nothing that I can do aside from share the story. Right. I'm not, I'm not flying out there, right? right. Cutting my hair doesn't fucking matter. And I, I think, I think the other thing, I don't know, it, it feels very important to me um, to vote with purpose this November. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm voting for human rights that I believe everyone should have all over the world. Rights that are so seem so far away from what is happening over there, but actually aren't come from a, a similar mindset of the way the world should work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can share the most by sharing stories, sharing reports of what's actually going on um, and voting for freedom, voting for a world where that doesn't happen. When is election day in Los Angeles? I think that's a November great 8th, November 8th, whatever that Tuesday is. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. November 8th. Uh, actually, I think actually that's election day everywhere. My ballot just arrived in the mail. Oh, that feels like that was late. Ish. I got mine like a week ago. Well, my understanding of time is again, right? Who the I, do I really know that it's Tuesday? Just I could think. have been any time in the last month, right? But so that's <laughs> uh, that's a very good call out. That vote, yeah. Um, vote, I vote, actually, vote. I put it on my calendar already. I calendared ballot day. Mm-hmm. I can read my stuff. I can look up my things that I got questions about because I'm sure I have questions. Filling all my bubbles. The GOTV. I like to fill in bubbles and stuff yeah, too. Right. That helps. Yeah. The GOTV moment, uh, get the get out the vote moment movements are very strong in mm-hmm. all the neighborhoods, which is yeah. great. Um, I keep waiting for somebody to knock on my door, but I think that my like voting record is so <laughs> standardized that nobody's gonna like nobody's convincing me of anything, right? I'm right. already in. Um gotta tell you. Way less mailers than there were in the primary, which mm-hmm. I guess makes sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Less people are sending right. crap, right? Um, so, like, good on that. But all, first of all, I took a picture because it was ridiculous. I got a yes on Prop 30 and a no on Prop 30 in the same day together. Mm-hmm. Together. Um, I really, really, Bundled. I've been watching a lot of Paramount Plus, which is uh-huh. locally showing all these proposition commercials. Every time it goes on commercial and, like, I... I feel like my head is spinning in circles. Um, the only people that have knocked on my door twice now, fucking Rick Caruso, oh, is paying people to ring your doorbell and leave a flyer. Yeah. Leave a like three page brochure, pamphlet style flyer, color glossy. Um, and that makes me want to puke. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> most people pay. People to most door knockers sure. Oh, sure. are getting paid. Um, I but like no one paid. in, yeah. in yeah. since yeah. we've moved here, never have I had a political person knock on my door. Well, never. Rick Caruso, yeah. Rick Caruso, twice uh, in like a like week. Rick Caruso's outreach is suspect at best. He his 
his texters are aggressive and right? um, awkwardly rude. Uh, how can we get you to vote for it, Caruso? No, thank you. Well, you're wrong, and you're what's wrong in Los Angeles. You're what's wrong in Los Angeles. Yeah, which I think is like uh, a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it works out. I hope Karen Bass spanks him, right? By like 10 points. Give me a 10-point victory. It's not enough to win. Like you have to embarrass him at this point, Um, which I think is going to happen. I think she's going to womp him pretty handily, which like dovetails into all the things that's going on in the city council. But let's talk about that on the next one. Yeah. Let's talk about that on the next one. Talk about that on the next one. Um, Our next episode, dudes, is going to be a celebration of food. Mm -hmm. Um, We are pretty excited about it. I think maybe there should be should be there be snacks. Maybe. Oh, so much chewing on people's ear. I don't know. Let's figure it out. Some people might like it. Maybe we'll just put out an ASMR. What is it? Asthma? Yeah. Yeah. Scritchy, scritchy. I think that's it. Uh, Noodle, where can we find you on the internet? Oh, gosh. Uh, my internet presence has, like, drowned pretty aggressively. But since it is movie season, I would say that Books of My Baby is full of Halloween-themed books right now. So check out Books of My Baby and see all the, like, 20,000 spoopy Halloween yeah. books that I'm reading to Rebel. They've all got really cute covers. They do. I really, really enjoy it. Um, you can find me on the internet at Candy Presents. That's Candy with an I. Uh, and that's pretty much everywhere you go. Um, we will see you guys very, very soon. Have a very spooky October. October. Have a spooky fall. And enjoy the cool weather, guys. Oh, God. We love you. Cool weather. Bye. 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 We're done now. I just haven't hit your stop. 115. I mean, that's close to 45. <laughs> I mean...